I'm Tavin Nasir, and this is Leadership Biz Cafe, a podcast that provides insights and tools to help leaders take on the challenges and opportunities found in leading today's workplaces. Leadership Biz Cafe is brought to you by Tavin Nasir Leadership, our leadership firm that offers keynotes and corporate trainings in both in-person and virtual settings that will help you to improve the way you lead and guide your organization's growth and future successes. To find out how we can help you today with your leadership challenges and discover your untapped opportunities, visit our website at tavernasir.com. And now let me get the espresso machine warmed up as it's time to brew another leadership espresso shot. In a few months, my daughter Malika will be graduating from university, and she's excited that she'll finally be done with midterms and finals, and all that fun stuff that goes with being in school. A few days ago, we were talking about her plans after she graduates, and one of the things she shared was how she was looking forward to no longer having to worry about what kind of grade she got in this class versus that one, and how she did in this semester compared to the previous one. Of course, The proud parent in me couldn't help but remind her how in every year of high school she won awards for earning an over 90% average, which Malika was quick to dismiss, saying, yeah, but that was high school. University is so much harder. But then I reminded her of something she told me when she had earned her second academic award in a row for having an over 90% average. When Malika came home and told us the wonderful news, I asked her what she thought was behind her repeated success. Was it because she used the same approach to studying as the year before? Or did she have to do something different to ensure she'd win this award again? After I shared this story with Malika, I realized that it reflected a similar thought process leaders have to grapple with when their team achieves success. Namely, now that we're successful, Do we keep doing what got us to this outcome, or do we need to make changes to ensure we continue to be successful going forward? With this in mind, I'd like to share three important lessons Malika's story reveals about what we can learn from success. Lessons that shed a light on what drives us over the long run to bring our best efforts to the work we do. The first lesson is, success teaches us to be persistent no matter what stands in our way. After Malika earned that first academic award, she became more driven to succeed. It didn't matter what challenges or obstacles she had to contend with in her schoolwork, as she was determined to once again be recognized as one of the best students at her high school. Malika had learned from that success that those inevitable difficulties she faced in school were not a reason to give up, but simply a sign that she had to push herself even harder if she wanted to achieve that kind of success again. Now, it's a common scenario that when an organization achieves success, there is this tendency to avoid daunting obstacles or approaches that could rock the boat, and instead, focus on taking initiatives that serve to more solidify and reinforce their past successes. It's one of the reasons why we're all familiar with starting a job in a new place, and when you ask why things are done a certain way, you'll hear the response, that's just the way things are done around here. At some point, That approach had led to a successful outcome, and those in charge just assumed if they keep doing things the same way, it will eventually lead them to success once more. Now, to be clear here, that doesn't mean we have to constantly disrupt what we do. 
Instead, what this means is we need to make sure our successes don't cause us to become complacent by sticking to what we know, or worse, that we end up playing it safe. Instead, we need to challenge ourselves to figure out how we can do and be better going forward, not only so we can continue to be successful in our efforts, but so that we can evolve and grow to meet the changing needs and demands of those we serve. The second lesson is, success helps us to see past what we can do today and embrace our true potential of what we can achieve tomorrow. When Malik and I talked about her earning these academic awards, she told me how she did remember that one of the big changes she made was in her outlook, where she stopped focusing on what she thought she could do and instead pushed herself to see what she was really capable of, of what she could really achieve. Now, I should point out that when Malika started high school, she didn't think she had it in her to achieve such a high average because it wasn't something she thought she could do. But as Malika shared with me in this conversation, after she earned that award for achieving an over 90% average in her first year of high school, she decided not to listen to that voice in her head doubting her abilities and instead focused on that more aspiring one, the one that challenged her perceptions of what's her true potential. That helped her believe that earning an over 90% average for a second year was something she could achieve. She just had to commit herself to doing what was necessary to achieve it. In terms of today's organizations, we can see parallels in the current work environment where employees and teams are only evaluated based on their past performance and not on their potential for what they can contribute to the organization as things change and evolve. With such a narrow focus on what you value from your employees' contributions, it's not surprising to see survey after survey showing employees feeling demoralized and burned out because most of what they're doing is not appreciated or valued. And as we're seeing, so many organizations are losing out on tapping into the full potential of what their employees can truly achieve which explains why we keep seeing articles and stories about how so many employees are checking out when they show up to work. After all, it's hard to aim for success when those in charge fail to see or appreciate what you're truly capable of. And the third lesson is, success is only the beginning of the journey we're currently on. As Malika and I talked about these academic awards she earned, we started talking about all the other moments of success she's achieved since then. After we were done, I could see this look of pride on her face because she began to appreciate how all these different moments of success taught her something about herself, not just in terms of her potential, but of her willingness to stick with something, to see it to the end despite how long or challenging the path might be, not to mention pushing herself out of her comfort zone to see how far she could stretch herself. And we both appreciated how, with every success she had, it wasn't the end of her journey. Rather, these successes served as milestones to remind her of what she's achieved and what she could accomplish going forward. In fact, because of this talk, Malika got inspired to take on some new challenges she's been thinking about as she nears the end of her academic career. By looking back at her past successes, she was reminded of her ability to overcome challenges that at the time seemed insurmountable and how those successes didn't define her limits, but instead served to inform what she could achieve going forward by daring to challenge herself to take on that mountain that stood before her. Similarly, when it comes to the successes you lead your team to achieve, 
While it's important that you celebrate them, it's equally important that you recognize that it only represents the beginning of what you and your team can achieve if you keep at it and keep pushing yourself and everyone you lead to do and be better. So while there are many important lessons we can learn from our failures, I hope hearing about these three lessons will also help you to appreciate how your successes can also serve to inform you of what you need to do to continue to excel in your efforts so that you might once again experience that joy and elation that comes when we achieve our goals. And if the ideas and insights I shared in this Leadership Espresso Shot resonated with you, and you'd like to explore this or other timely insights into how to adapt your leadership to address the workplace challenges of today, I'd like to invite you to reach out to connect with me so we can discuss that further. Just fill out the contact form at tavernasir.com where you can also find my speaking page to learn more about the topics I cover in my keynotes and corporate workshops, as well as to read some of the endorsements I've received from other leaders who've attended my talks. And if you're enjoying my podcast, I'd be grateful if you could do me a favor and just take a moment here to rate my podcast on your favorite streaming platform. I'm Tavin Nasir, and you've been listening to Leadership Biz Cafe.